0: welcome to the stop hating dating and find your person podcast i'm certified life coach stacy perry i went on 475 online dates to find my person so you don't have to each week i'll teach you the skills and mindsets to confidently show up as yourself interact in a way that's authentic to you and gets you the relationship that you want If you're ready to make dating and find your person easier, more fun, and without all the unnecessary drama and BS, this podcast is for you. Hello, you're listening to episode 17, Perfectionism, the biggest cock blocker. (laughs) I remember the first time a coach told me I was a perfectionist. I laughed so hard, I think I spit out my coffee. Me, oh no, I am not that type. I am not a high-strung control freak that is super organized and their house is immaculate. Not me. You should see my desk right now. You should see the clothes all over my room. I am an ADD, messy procrastinator. But that is how my perfectionism shows up. It shows up as me avoiding things. Like it's difficult for me to follow through and finish things. I tell myself I don't know how or I don't know the best way, so I just avoid it altogether. I spin and overwhelm instead of just trying something and just starting. I keep putting things off. Tomorrow is my favorite day to start and get it done. Like starting this whole podcast, I was scared and nervous about being judged, aka people not liking me and or the podcast. So, I dragged my feet and kept just dragging them over and over again until finally I set a launch date. I told people about it to put the pressure on myself and just to get it out in the world. So, the definition of a cock blocker is a person who engages in attempts to block or hamper the efforts of someone. And our brains. In its attempt to keep us safe and protect us is really blocking our efforts to find our loving someone. It often does this with perfectionism, convincing us that we should take more time so we can just do it better or be our best or be perfect or do it perfectly, telling us we need to be perfect first. So in today's episode, we're going to look at all the ways perfectionism is talking to you in your head and blocking you from dating and finding your person. We are going to get awareness around your habit of perfectionism. Think of perfectionism as the habit you've been practicing to avoid being judged you're afraid of being exposed, rejected, vulnerable, judged, and your brain thinks if you can just be perfect and or date perfectly, you will be protected. If you are perfect, and when I'm saying that, I'm putting it in air quotes, you will be accepted and picked and seen as lovable. We think if we're perfect will be free from other people's judgments and criticism, and therefore free from our own internal judgment and criticism. But there is no perfect. It's a lie. It's all subjective. It's unattainable. And striving for perfection is a waste of our precious time and energy. Now, some of you perfectionists may be thinking, Why wouldn't you want to be our best and do our best dating? And my answer is, for some of you, it stops you from putting yourself out there. It has you quitting and taking breaks, and it is most likely blocking you from finding your person. So that's why. So let's dive into the ways perfectionism shows up in your dating life. And believe me, you will hear yourself in a lot of these examples. I know I do. And let me just say, this list is not to make you feel bad. It is to have you hear your voice of perfectionism so you can start catching it and not listening to it and have it be there, but go after finding your person anyways. The less you let your perfectionism drive you in your dating life, the softer the voice will get. Okay, so let's go. Number one, nothing is good enough. You're just dissatisfied with the whole current state of dating. Nothing is good enough. The apps aren't good enough. Your city isn't good enough. Men these days aren't good enough. Why bother? None of this dating shit is up to your standards. You're out. It's just not worth the frustration. Number two, compare and despair. You are painfully aware when anyone around you meets someone and gets into a relationship. You're jealous because everyone else is meeting people and getting into relationships. Everyone else's relationships are moving along at the steady, right pace. You feel envious of people's happy relationships. And there is this one love pie on the planet. And every time someone gets a slice, there is just a little less left for you. Number three, you're hyper-focused on the end result the relationship and dismiss or don't give yourself credit for the gains you've had along the way, the byproducts of dating. So only concern with the goal happening as fast as possible and you battle feeling super disappointed that you still haven't found your person. So you're annoyed it's taking so long. You like get devastated that it hasn't happened for you yet and probably never will Even though if you really went back and looked, you'd have some major gains, like had a short term relationship with someone you liked or learned more about what you want and don't want in a relationship in the future, or you've gained more confidence about your ability to feel hurt when it doesn't work out with someone that you liked, but you pick yourself up and keep going. There are so many amazing byproducts of dating to give yourself credit for. But nope, don't have your person yet, so all is not right in the world. Number four, should have done things differently, perfectionist voice. You indulge your brain when it goes down the rabbit hole of all the things you should have done differently, and if you did, things would be perfect now. You'd be in the relationship you want if you had done things differently, i.e., done things perfectly in the past. If you hadn't messed it up with that one person, hadn't wasted your time with that one guy, hadn't been so demanding and pushed that person away, had taken dating seriously years ago, hadn't wasted so much time. So now you put tons of pressure on yourself and the dating process. Time's a ticking. No room for any more mistakes, Missy. Number five, you feel embarrassed or ashamed that you're still single. I.e., haven't done the whole finding a partner thing perfectly. And there's no hiding because everyone sees this in quotes, imperfection of yours, this singleness. You feel super self conscious of what other people are thinking about you and the fact that you are still single. Number six, intolerant and critical of everyone on the apps and in real life with dating. You're super intolerant of everyone you're meeting on the apps and in real life, how they show up on the apps, how they message, how they plan or don't plan for dates. If they'd all just do it how they should, i.e. perfectly how you want them to, you're critical of all the ways they are and are not showing up to dating. You're critical and want to control how people show up. You are giving your energy your critical controlling energy to getting all frustrated and bent out of shape and self-righteous over how they're doing it wrong. It's totally unacceptable how these guys are showing up on the apps to messaging on dates and just to dating in general, you're giving your precious energy to being frustrated about people who really probably aren't your person anyway. So if this is you, go back to episode 10, your rules, your manuals. Number seven, you bully yourself and beat yourself up when you think you made a mistake versus the mindset of you're figuring it out. And while you figure out finding your partner, Each step, you're either winning or learning, but either way, it's getting you closer to your goal. If you find yourself beating yourself up in your head, go back and listen to episode 14, Who's Got Your Back? Number eight, procrastinating. For some of you, perfectionism may show up as procrastination, like putting off dating until your profile is perfect, until your body is perfect, until you like your pictures, but you never like pictures of yourself. You keep pushing off dating because why date? You're not good enough. You're not thin enough. You're too much. You're not enough. You're not perfect. So why even bother dating? You feel so discouraged. So you don't even try. Number nine, not dating. You just avoid dating altogether. And let's say you do start dating and those feelings of inadequacy pop up. You'll listen to them and take lots of micro breaks or long breaks. Your brain keeps telling you that you're not good enough. So you keep having like work and vacations and life comes up that are so easy for you to use as an excuse to take a break or not date. The break is a much wanted relief. You have a very justifiable reason to put off dating some more. Such a relief to take a break from your fears of being judged and not good enough i.e. not perfect. Number 10, it feels better not to try than to try and what you would call in quotes, fail. If you're not dating or on a break from dating, it may be a sneaky excuse to why you haven't met somebody. Like if you really tried and it didn't work out, you didn't find your person, that would be way more devastating to you than not trying being the reason you're not in a relationship you want to be in. It's not that you're not capable of loving and being loved. It's just that you're never really even tried. And that's the reason you're not with your person. It's a sneaky way to avoid judgment. It's not because you're unlovable. It's because you didn't put yourself out there to be loved. And of course, I don't believe you're unlovable, but some of your brains try to convince you that you're unlovable to keep you from putting yourself out there. Your brain is actually trying to protect you by keeping you out of the dating game altogether. It feels better to you to think you didn't try than to try and possibly not get what you want. Number 11, you don't like doing things you're not already good at. You have a lot of thoughts about not being good at dating. Not being good at messaging, not being good on the apps, not being good on dates, not being good at relationships. So you avoid it because you don't like doing things that you're not already good at. But the way to get good at things is by doing them when you're not good at them. Getting outside of your comfort zone makes your life bigger and better. But with this flavor of perfectionism, if we think we can't do it perfectly, We shouldn't do it at all. This is a very all or nothing thinking. Number 12, tomorrow is the perfectionist favorite day. You set the goal of dating, but it's always tomorrow, next year, next month, Monday. Monday, you'll start dating. Then Monday rolls around. You have a crazy work day. You're tired. You just want a glass of wine and to chill on the couch with the remote. Next Monday, next Monday, you'll start dating. Today is already messed up. So you'll just start fresh and perfectly tomorrow. Tomorrow will feel more right. Monday will be better. You'll be more ready next Monday. But the truth is you may always feel unready, unsure, unperfect, and you can start anyways, even when you feel wobbly and scared. Number 13 you give up at the first road bump. You start dating. You have one setback, like a bad date you were excited about or a guy flakes on you or unmatches with you on the app. You're not getting the amount of interest you want and you give up. It's harder than you thought it would be. The idea of having a partner sounds great, but the thought of keeping dating sounds just awful. So you just give up. Number 14, it's not as good as it should be. It's the difference between wanting things to be different versus things should be different. They should be different. So that means things aren't good right now because they aren't or we aren't as good as we should be. Things aren't as good as they should be. Life would be better if we found our person by now. So your life isn't as good as it should be right now. I think I could make this list like Baskin-Robbins of perfectionism with like 31 flavors. But I think you have all related to a couple of these examples and hear your brain's favorite flavors of blocking you with perfectionism. And again, this list is for awareness not to beat yourself up with. If you're finding yourself beating yourself up, go back to listen to episode 14 about having your own back like a best friend would. And know that perfectionism is hardwired into us because back when we were cave people, if we weren't accepted into the tribe, if we were rejected and kicked out, it meant certain death. So our primal survival instincts can show up as perfectionism to help protect us from being kicked out of the tribe. The primal part of your brain has not evolved or caught up to the fact that we can survive being ghosted that we can survive and thrive as single uncoupled individuals, that we can survive dating and finding a person, that someone not liking us doesn't mean you're going to die of dehydration on the Sahara. We don't need to be perfect to survive. And again, perfect is a big fat lie. There is no perfect Your messy, imperfect, fabulous self is just right for your person. You are good enough, lovable, worthy, and can find your person right now just the way you are, no matter what your brain is telling you. Know your perfectionism, habit, and voice is coming along for the ride. You just don't have to let it drive your dating life. It's not the boss you are. So, okay, I like to keep these episodes on the shorter side So until next week, love you. Go get them in perfectly. Thank you so much for listening. If you're ready to stop hating dating and find your person, let's chat. You can pop right on my calendar for a free coaching call to see if private one-on-one coaching feels like a fit for you. It's like our first date to see if we're a match. You can get access to my calendar on my website at stacyperrycoaching.com. There's also a link in my Instagram bio or use a link in the show notes. Just do it and get yourself booked for a free coaching consult call. And let's go find a person.